0: Yes, News Talks ZB Summer Breakfast. Now we go to Australia, and joining us from Adelaide is our Australian correspondent Murray Olds. Murray, good morning. Tim, very good morning to you, mate. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, how you doing? Do you have a good one?
1: Look, it was all right, thank you. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, As you get older, you get a bit more grumpy, more restrained, and you you tend to get a beer early and sit in the corner and watch everyone else having a great time. But I'm not the Christmas Grinch. We did have a a lovely family catch-up, so that's the main thing.
0: Oh, good. Well, you have joined us uh, quite early your time. We appreciate it, uh, especially in Boxing Day. Now, the sales, um, economic worries and Boxing Day sales, how do they go together?
1: Well, you'd think there's no problem over here at all. I mean, Australians, you know, you think we're doing it very tough, uh, groaning under, you know, soaring interest rates on top of record debt that households have racked up in recent years. But no, not according to the Australian Retailers Association. The biggest shopping day on the calendar over here is Boxing Day. It's the biggest single day. And this year, despite all the financial woes, and heading into the new year, of course, with interest rates continuing to rise, we expect February and March at least, well today we're going to be uh, going out and splurging over $3 billion. Ooh. Now that's a huge chunk of change. It's part of a $23.5 billion Christmas spend, they say in the shops over here. Um, if, if we get to, you know $3 billion in one day, that's nearly a billion dollars in New South Wales and nearly a billion in Victoria alone. Uh, and that's up by nearly 8% on last year, the most popular uh, stuff, as you might expect, clothing. Mm-hmm. But there's all sorts of consumer goodies as well. You've got televisions, you know, those TVs as big as cinemas these days. <laughs> you've got coffee machines, you know, down to nothing. Um, it really is a consumer spendathon. thon Anything is not nailed down, really. And people are saying they want to give themselves a bit of a treat after a tough three years, Tim. You know, COVID, you've had yep. floods and you've had fires. People are saying, bugger it, we're going to actually spend something on ourselves uh, on this Boxing Day. So, you know, the best idea is to go know any of the shops, just get another beer or another coffee on your brand new machine and sit down and watch the cricket.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, I agree. Uh, of course, all you could go to the cricket, the Boxing Day cricket test. We don't have one in New Zealand, I don't think, this year, Boxing Day cricket test. So we'll have to tune into the one between Aussie and um, you guys in South Africa.
1: Well, you better watch early because if it was anything like Brisbane, the first test of the series, uh, you know, it was over in less than two days. And that was a shame. The first time since 1931, that uh, was over in less than two days, a test match here. Now, South Africa, everyone is hoping um, it can go longer, of course, um, because up in Brisbane, the wicket was terribly green and um, both sides have got very good bowling attacks. The difference really is that Australia's got a brand new batting lineup. And they've got a couple of old heads, but the batsmen in the main, they're a very young team, and they're just mm. getting their craft, you know, up and running. But up against an extremely good an Australian bowling lineup. Now included in the Aussie bowling lineup, Scott Boland. You think who's Scott Boland? He's the guy who got six for seven on debut <laughs> last year at the MCG. Uh, it is his home ground. It would have been a right, I think, if, um, if they hadn't picked the Victorian to star again in front of his home crowd. And to be fair, he did nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong since he got called up through injury. Josh Hazelwood announced he wasn't quite right. And that gave selectors an out to pick the uh, Victorian... You know, he's a late bloomer, Scott Bolan, but, gee, apparently he's just the the nicest guy to have around. And he bowls astonishingly well. They did a graph on the television. um, If you had a small sort of envelope or an exercise book, you put that down on the wicket at the ideal bowling length, and he hits it almost every single time, moving it away, moving it in. Just astonishing. So... You yeah. know, it's a, it's a great day on the calendar for cricket and uh, all eyes on the MCG, at least for the first session.
0: Well, probably not as predictable as Scott Boland's uh, bowling. Uh, the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race uh, also a huge event.
1: Oh, that, that's exactly right. So the idea is you have um, the first session of the cricket, it goes from, um, uh, from 11 to 1, and then boom, the cannon goes, the gun goes on Sydney Harbour. And this year, the Sydney Hobart uh, Yacht Race, uh, it's the 77th edition. And there's a fleet of more than 100 boats. There are four huge maxi yachts, all of which have previously won line honours, and two have also set new race records. So I'll be looking at those four because conditions are going to be apparently absolutely outstanding. Um, the four biggest boats to look out for, Comanche, Blackjack, Wild Oats, and there's a new what well, was an old boat that's been bought by a lawyer, and he's renamed it Law Connect. Um, you've also... so. That's where the line honours uh, race winner is probably going to come from. Yep. But the handicap winner, it might also come from this group, but also you know I mean look for the, the slightly smaller boats who who just do well in the conditions. And the handicap uh, that the handicap winner is also very very keenly uh, fought over. Uh, forecast. Well, as I say, it points to a super-fast race this year. Comanche set the record one day, 9 hours and 15 minutes, that was set back in 2017, and that is absolutely flying down the east coast of Australia to Hobart. So Comanche, one day, nine hours, 15 minutes. Wow. That's the record they're aiming for, Tim.
0: Yeah, they crack along. I think an average speed around 22 knots or something. It's, whew, it's extraordinary. The, yeah, water's getting oh, no, right it's... it's <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> not not in that. Anyway, hey, Murray, thanks so much. Thanks so much for your time, and uh, enjoy what, what break you have.
1: Good on you, Tim. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. All there the best. Go. One of the scariest
0: things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover.